And good morning and a good chaydish to everyone coming to you live from the Summerton Community College, Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful, but somewhat bittersweet Rosh Chaydish of Rosh Chaydish Menachemov. It should indeed be <coughs> a month of Nechama, Asher in a month of consolation and comfort. To Klal Yisrael, we should be zeichet to see Mashiach speedily, very soon in our times. And we continue over here with the Maral Netzach Yisrael on the topic of Golis as we move one stage further into the morning period of the three weeks. Now we're beginning the nine days today. And the Maral <clears throat> that we began yesterday in this last paragraph in Perik Dalit on page Chof Aleph for the standard edition of the Maral is telling us one further insight into the link between the first base of Mikdash and the, the three cardinal sins and the second base of Mikdash and Sinas Chinu. So we're kind of halfway through. Maral is telling us that the first base on Mikdash is the legacy of the of the of the forefathers of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the patriarchs, and therefore, its weakness is going to be the the Gimel Chamuris. Why? Why is it going to be brought down from the three cardinal sins? Because the three four fathers, the three patriarchs, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, each made a tikkun, each made uh, established established in the the universe and established in the collective DNA, so to speak, spiritual DNA of Klai Yisrael, <clears throat> a um, an attitude and an approach to how to make a perfection in the same area that the three cardinal sins create a destruction. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov each created a perfection, brought harmony to the world, and gave the ability to their descendants to overcome and bring and bring repair to the, that very area where the, each of these three sins can create so much damage and destruction. The reason why a Yid has to give up his life before committing any of these Averis, immorality, idolatry, or bloodshed, is because these Averis are so harm or so severe that there's more damage being done to the universe by transgressing them than there is there is um, preserved by 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 preserving your life by preserving your life it's they're not even worth it, it, it doesn't <clears throat> uh, generally we say that all although an aveyor does create damage to the universe but if it comes to the price of the expense of your life, we'd rather have your life than the Avera. These three acts are so heinous, so awful, so horrible, create so much damage to the universe that even preserving the life of the Jew cannot justify them. And therefore, they are you know, Averas that are damaging the Bria, the universe, on a fundamental level. And the, the um, building blocks of Klai Yisrael give the approach to how to deal with them in a positive way, how to make a tikkun, how to make a, how, how to repair and make a perfection in the, in the universe in the area where these create so much damage. They're the building blocks of damage and the others are the building blocks of, of counteracting that damage, creating harmony instead of that damage. And being that the first base Hamikdash is linked, the first temple is linked directly to Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, we have it in their schus, its weakness is going to be the same area where their legacy lies. The legacy of, of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov lies in giving us an approach, a way of dealing with the three cardinal sins, a way of creating Tikkun instead of Kilkul. That's what's going to be able to bring it down as well. 
as the, the Maharal explained to us. So he told us that Avram, again, just to speak it out, Avram stands for his tikkun. The tikkun of Avram was in the area of Arayus, of, of Erva, um, <clears throat> as was evinced by the fact that Avram Avinu was not aware of the beauty of sorrow. Maharal brought other proofs to this. Yitzchak's tikkun, where he creates holiness and perfection in the world, is in the area of Avodah Zarah. As we explained yesterday, Avodah Zarah is about aligning myself with another force, accepting another force as as my... I, I'm an agent of another force, I'm subordinate, a subject of another force, and um, Yitzchak makes himself entirely a subject of the Rebbein Shalom, the Eivishter, and Yaakov, his tikkun is in the area of Shvichas Dam of a bloodshed, and we brought proofs to that as well, he's the opposite of Esav, Yaakov Leimais, Yaakov Inu Leimais, he lives forever, okay, very good. This basically brings us up to speed from where we were yesterday, and that is establishes why the the Baisvishan is exactly um, when we flip that around, it's it, it's susceptible and its weakness is exactly those t- same exact areas, the same areas that the basic mixer stands for, which is perfection. In, in the, the Gimel Chamuris, it therefore will be able to be brought down by the Gimel Chamuris. Now, what the Maharal didn't explain, and what we didn't speak at yet before we move on today, is why is he's about to tell us that the second base of Mikdash is not there in the schus of the of, of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. It's going to be there for something else. It stands for something else. It's in the merit of something else. The first base of Mikdash is there in the merit of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, and and, and <clears throat> that creates at the same time a mile and a chisar and an advantage and a disadvantage. The advantage is. It is a way of connecting with with the uh, the legacy of Avraham and Yaakov. On the other hand, its weakness will be the Kilkul destruction, the area that they create harmony. But why is it that the first base is going to be linked to Avraham and Yaakov, and the second base is not? Why is that? So the answer is like this: as we've seen already, the first base Hamikdash represents Klal at the peak, at the zenith, at the spitz, the highest level that we can possibly reach. That's what the first base Hamikdash is. The second base Hamikdash does not represent that. Unfortunately, the first base Hamikdash represents the highest level that a yid, mankind, humanity, and a yid, which is the, where, where, the, where the prime specimen of humanity can possibly reach. Why? Because the base Hamikdash is all about as Hashem commands us: make for me a sacred place, make for me a holy temple, a holy structure. And I will live amongst you. I will live amongst you. The Beis HaMikdash is a way that the Shekhinah can, can, can live amongst us and can live side by side with us and we can have a relationship with the Shekhinah. What does Shekhinah mean when we translate the word Shekhinah? Shekhinah is related to the word Shachin. Shachin means a neighbor. A neighbor. Neighbor is someone that you not only you know, walk out your front door and you see him when he walks out his front door, it's someone that you have a side-by-side relationship with, a peer relationship, like as a peer. You know, the uh, the president lives in the in the in the um, White House. The um, <clears throat> king lives in the castle. The um, the uh, leader, the ruler, whatever you would call him, president of Russia, grand emperor of Russia, lives in the Kremlin. Does he live in the Kremlin? I don't know. He lives somewhere, but he, the Kremlin is something. Over there for him. I don't know if he, if he lives there, if he rules there. But anyway, what? <laughs> he said the the uh, the uh, the 
leader, the leader lives in a place that's inaccessible, that's not accessible to me. He lives in a place that I can see, you know, but I can't get there. I can, I, 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 I get a glimpse of it, but that's it. It's the, the, the sense of my, my connections, I see it from afar. You know, it was always a little bit of an ASIC getting into the White House, but now I don't think anyone can get into the White House, you know. Uh, they have, he can get into the bar- he can, yeah, you have barricaded <laughs> off, you know, all kinds if of... If he could find it. <laughs> the head's barricaded <laughs> off, and, uh, you know, the, the, all the crazy people nowadays trying to ram their pickup trucks, you know, into the, uh, into the, into the West Wing, drive their... their, their uh, their um, Humvees up the steps of the, you know, into the, uh, of, of the White House, the Capitol. So, so it's not it's not accessible. You can't get in there. You can't get in there. But you can see it. You can see it from afar. Take a selfie with it in the background. The Kremlin, you could probably see it from afar, I'd imagine, right? The uh, Taj Mahal, which is not where the, uh, the Taj Mahal is, I think is just a uh, is a is a caver. I think that's all the Taj Mahal is a caver. Yeah, it's a pace of Kavaris. But whatever, the, where, the, where the ruler lives, with the emperor, the dictator, the president, they live in these magnificent edifices, palaces, and you can't see it. You can see it, but you can't get, touch, you can't get to, you can't smell it. That's not Shechinus. That's not Vasali Mikdash, the Shechanti Vasaycham. The Shechino, the Beis Hamikdash, is about Shechinus. It's about a place you can have a relationship with the Shechino. You can walk into the Beis Hamikdash. Any Yid was allowed to walk in, walk in. Even if you're so, even if you're not a kain, even if you're not a levi, the first eleven amas of the Azara were accessible to every single Yisrael. Walk in and see the mizbeach. Imagine Rabbi Yisrael seeing the mizbeach. Right, we just went through a whole maseches psachim. That's right. Wow. Talk about the avoda carbon pesach. Imagine everyone was able to walk in just like see that, see the H coming down from Shemayim, see the the smoke going straight up. The Mishnah says that. Um, the Gemara says. That yamtiv time, all the Yidin would come to the Azar for the, you know, to appear in the Azar with their carbon reio, a carbon chagigo, less reio. They would bring the shulchan, the shulchan with the lechem upon them. They would bring it to the front door of the kodesh, even though Yisraelim couldn't go in there. They would show everybody the shulchan. They would bring the lechem out in the shulchan and show everybody the steam rising off of the bread halfway through the week. It's still steaming hot. Wow. That's shchenus. That's shchenus. You can't walk into the White House, traipsy into the White House, and sit down and have lunch. With the president, you can't do that. You can't get near the White House. You can see it. You take a, you can, you can take a picture. Take a, get a postcard. That's it. But there's no shchenus over there. The Beis Hamikdash. I guess it's also a mikdash. That's a separate shmuz for a separate time. But it's also a mishkan. V'shachanti b'saycham. How does Kla Yisrael reach that madrega that we can have shchenus? We can have a nuntka. We can be neighbors. Neighbors with the shchina, like. What does a neighbor mean? A neighbor means you knock on someone's door and ask them if they have an egg or two to borrow, right? You can knock on the Shekhinah's door, you come knock on the door, and, 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 and the Rebbe Shalom opens the door and says, yeah, what do you need? What do you need? I, I need Kapara. I need Chachma. I need Nevuah. I need Parnas. Sure, come in. That's what the Beis HaMikdash is. That's a crazy thing to me, but that's what it was, you know? I, I, I uh, remember in our Eretz Yisrael, Dikhi Yorn, our Eretz Yisrael years, so we lived in a neighborhood called Sanhedria. Yeah slash Ramada Shkol, and down the hill from us was another neighborhood called, called, uh, oh, called uh, that was the one direction, the other direction was Sanhedrin Murchevet. Oh, yeah. A very chash of Eden living in Sanhedrin Murchevet. In the same block of apartments, there was uh, on one top floor, 
one top floor apartment was Ravosh Ariyeli, my Rebbe, in the many, for many years in the mirror. And the next unit on the top floor, also on the top floor, was Rebbe Yitzhak Berkowitz Shlita, also a Rebbe, a Rav of mine, that I had this close, I still, Baruch Hashem, maintain a, somewhat of a connection, connection with. And he said, these are gr- great people, great people. You think of Ravosh Ariyeli, Rebbe Yitzhak Berkowitz, these are like the leaders of the generation. And uh, I still remember, I still remember that... Uh, one time, I needed to go speak to Rav Berkowitz about something. So I was, I made the trek down to his apartment building, walking up the stairs. And before me, like, uh, he was all the way on the top floor. And Rav Usher also was the next unit over. All the, both were mamish on the top floor, like six, six, um, six-story apartment buildings, you know? <laughs> so the, the, the time it was, you know, Rav Usher was all the way on the top. You have to schlep six flights up to get to him. Rav Berkowitz was all the way, six flights up. The time, the Eilam the, 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 that they were, they had to be there because they're much closer to Shemaim well, than we are. These people are much closer to Shemaim. So, okay, but it's still, this is still it's trekking up six flights of stairs. Uh, so I, one time I, I had to go ask Ravirka with something, and like a, a flight or so ahead of me was, was a woman, well, there was a woman walking ahead of me. Okay, and maybe she has a private question to ask. I should like give her, give her, give her some space, right? Yeah. So I'm like lagging behind like, like a flight or so of stairs, half flight of stairs, letting her, you know, like keeping one landing behind her. And um, when I came, she was already going up the stairs and I'm waiting a half landing below. She's knocking on the door. I think she was aware there was someone behind her. So I gave her again a half flight, a half la- a flight, half flight of stairs, a full landing behind her. She needs to ask whatever she needs to ask. She'll ask in an undertone. Rabbits and Berkowitz answers the door. And... And Rebbe Berkowitz opens the door and says, whatever, oh, hi, Malki, so nice to see you. How are you doing? And this woman says to Rebbe Berkowitz, hi, Rebbeson, I just need, do you, do you have a cup of sugar I can borrow? Mm-hmm. So this is someone, Vices, that lived in her building, a neighbor, a neighbor, that was just going up the stairs before I walked into the building. And she was asking Rebbe Berkowitz for a cup of sugar. She needed a cup of sugar. Go to ask the Rebbe Berkowitz. It's like, Asia's chaver kechaver. So the, the, the Rebbeson of the Gadol Adar, the, 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 the chief paisik for all the Americans in, in Eretz Yisrael, right? Asking the Rebbeson, Rebbeson Berkowitz for a cup of sugar. But that's shcheinus, Rebbe Yisrael. That's shcheinus. That's what it means, v'shachanti v'soicham. That's what it means to live along, alongside, amongst the shcheinah. You develop a relationship of a shachain, of a shachain. Now, if, if we were living in a Berkowitz building, would we do that? <laughs> probably, probably just like, Skip for go the sugar. I don't know what we would personally do, but but that's what shchenus breeds. Uh, living uh, alongside someone, side by side, a neighbor, with you could be you could, you could be with the guttle hador, but but um, and, and, and presumably is also a testimony to probably the Berkowitzes, you know, making everybody in their building feel very comfortable that their neighbors are them. But that's what shchenus is, and and that was the first base I mikdash. For shachanti b'seicham, we're hamish with the rivayin We knock on Hakadosh Baruch Hu's door. Hi, Bashefer, do you have a cup of sugar? Bayre Eilam, Bayre Eilam, I need a new car. Do you have a new car for me? My car broke. You have a car I can borrow for a few months? Bashefer, Heilige Bashefer, That was what the base Hamikdash was. Now, to be a Shachin with the Rebbeinashulaylam, to be a neighbor with Akash Baruch, you have to be on a very high Madrega. Let's say there is a, you know, a, um, a committee that's in charge of, of, of uh, approving who's going to move into Berkowitz's building. In some neighborhoods in Eretz Israel, they do have, they call a, a VAD, a committee, the entrance committee, the screening committee, you know, some exclusive neighborhoods, they have, you, have to, you, have to, you have to get approved to move into like gated communities and these kinds of things, right? Um, I think a lot of that stuff is illegal, but it's done like in a hush-hush way, right? It's done quietly. 
um, done very quietly. In Somerton, we have uh, we have such a, a vad. You can't make it into Somerton unless we approve you. Oh. And the good news is each and every one of you at this table has been pre-approved, and pre-approved. Um, so, as I say, somebody who is like a very coarse, uncouth, rough individual wants to move into Berkowitz's building. He's never going to get past the vad. The committee's never going to approve this guy. You want to be Berkowitz's neighbor? You know, a guy who who was who's always uh, up late making noise making making block parties in his house and and uh, is always tossing his garbage there into the stairwell You're not going to let that guy in you can how can you be a shach and you can't be a shach and you can't be a neighbor to the gadol ador you can't be his neighbor you want to be his neighbor you have to be someone who's worthy of being a neighbor capable of being a neighbor and up to par up to par up up to the standard Klai Yisrael in the times of the first base of Mikdash were able to be shechenim, neighbors with the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. To be a neighbor with the Rebbeinu Shalaylam, you have to be up to the standards of being a neighbor. The standards of being a neighbor is you can not just be side by side with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and not just that it's appropriate for you to be in the same building, but you can actually create the neighborhood. Here's a very deep idea. Creating the neighborhood for the Rebbeinu means the Rebbeinu can maintain a presence in my presence. That I don't repel Hashem, I don't push Hashem away. I don't drive HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of my presence. To be a neighbor to the Shekhinah means it ha- I have to create a neighborhood the Shekhinah can, 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 can be a part of. It's like Rebberkowitz is looking for the building to move into. The Vat is helping him look. So if this is a building that's already made itself a building that can be that neighborhood, that community that, 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 that is worthy of the God Ador, that's where he's going to move. For Klai to, to to be on that level of the Shachati Vesoycham, that I'm living amongst you, they have to be a, a population that's Besoycham, that Hashem can indeed be a part of us. And the others, HaKadoshim, reached this Madrega. Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov were the original version of this Vesachati Vesoycham. Chazal tells Rashi brings us down in Bereshit, so Avis Hein Hein HaMerkava. The forefathers were the chariot, were the throne of God. What does it mean they were the throne of God? They were able to create a, an environment for Hashem to inhabit in this world. Yeah. This means to be the throne. It means Hashem is, so to speak, on my shoulders. What does it mean Hashem is on my shoulders? It means I'm able to create a neighborhood, an environment that Hashem can now inhabit. The Avis were the chariot, were the divine throne of God. That's who the Avis were. And that's what the Maral means, that the first base HaMikdash is linked to the Avis. The first base HaMikdash, which is a place of the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah was palpable, it was present, it was there, it was visible. It has to be a place where Hashem can dwell amongst us, can live amongst us. We, the us, we have to be an us that the Shekhinah can be side by side with. And if we're not going to be a people that can be the Shekhanti B'Saycham, then we're not going to have the first base HaMikdash. So we have to be on the same level as Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. And that's what it means that Avin Tzukni Yaakov's legacy shows up in the, in the first base on Mikdash. Their legacy of them being the Merkava, of them creating an environment of the Shekhinah, that shows up in the first base on Mikdash. The first base which is linked to them and is a legacy, is, 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 the, is the continuation of their legacy in that it gives a makam for the Shekhinah to inhabit. Okay? That's the first base on Mikdash. That's the first base on Mikdash. <clears throat> and that's why the first base on Mikdash is linked to. Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Now, the second base on Mikdash is going to is going to be on a radically different level. It's going to be on a much lower madrego. The second base on Mikdash is going to fall. Um, 
to a different place. Klaisro, therefore, is going to be in a different place. Klaisro is going to be in a much lower um, point. Um, what is that going to look like? So I think we'll continue with that tomorrow. It's very Chaydish today. So it's a, the second half is, a, is, a, is another discussion of itself. I think we'll hold off on that till tomorrow. But the, 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 what would the takeaway from today? Um, again, in, 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 uh, in uh, appreciation of the Beis HaMikdash, of what we used to have, Reish Chaydish, of starting the, the, uh, the, 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 the final um, stage, almost the, the, the next stage, rather, the next stage of the morning of the three weeks. So the takeaway for today, again, is understanding um, what the first base of Mikdash was about, the Madrega, the Milo, the first base of Mikdash, being neighbors with the Bayre Oilam, and why that comes in the merit of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. They're the ones that bring this idea into existence. They're, they're the ones that, that create this as a part of Klai Yisrael's legacy, that we can, ha- we can be um, neighbors with the Shekhinah, we can house the Shekhinah, we can create an environment for the Shekhinah, where we, we meet the approval of the committee of the Vad, that Hashem can live amongst us, live within us, and therefore, therefore, when we are at fault, when we are guilty of corrupting the three areas that the three Avais, the three patriarchs stood for, we have to lose the base of because we're no longer um, up to par, we're no longer up to that standard of what they established, what they, what they, what they, what they uh, perfected here in the world, and we are falling short of, of their level, of their madrega, and we can no longer have the, the, the first base HaMikdash. Okay, what was the second base HaMikdash all about in contrast to this? And why is it brought down through Sinas Chinam? We'll see that, Mir Hashem, tomorrow um, at our regular time. Okay, and in the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful today.